I remember when the day finally came that I was to pick up my puppy Sky from the breeder. It was a mild summer day this past summer in July, and what happened is I rushed off the plane from my class anniversary trip to South Carolina, and I immediately hopped into the Jeep to start the hour drive out to Coopersburg, PA. I had everything ready. The crates were set up in the different rooms of my house with blankets wrapped around them, like a den for her to rest while I would work. I bought these new Kong toys that were ready for peanut butter to keep her happy and busy for hours, exactly as the internet promised would happen. <laughs> I even had a little puppy pen set up in the front seat of my Jeep so that she could sleep on the ride home and I could just steal glances over at her little peach paws and her button nose. And in fact, as I was driving on my way to get her, sure enough, I looked over at that empty pen and I thought, Soon and very soon, it's going to be filled. With my new rider die, the Bonnie to my Clyde, and she doesn't even know the wonderful life that we're about to embark on. I think I had her in the car five minutes before she vomited. <laughs> all over her fresh coat, all over the puppy pen, until my eyes and my nose were burning with half-digested kibble. Then she did it again. And this magical hour ride home became this tormented eternity that would never end. And so finally we arrived at the rectory and I introduced her to the front yard, hated it. I opened the front door to the house. She's terrified of carpets. I put her in the crate. She screamed all night long. None of this was how I had imagined it. In fact, as it turned out, she not only doesn't care about Kong toys at all, she hates peanut butter. <laughs> now, as this is going on, of course I'm thinking of parents of, like, actual children, and the infinite amount of instances of this that correlate. The constant crying, the diaper changes, the messy house, on and on and on. It's a lot, and it's not convenient. But it is beautiful. And as it turns out, and as I'm learning, so often, it's exactly what we need. That's what strikes me about Christmas. If we get honest, and I'd like to be honest with you, there's really nothing convenient about Jesus' birth. It's not convenient for Mary, because she's not even married. And it's not convenient for her later when she has to climb the hill of Calvary to watch a son die that she didn't even know she was going to have. It's not convenient for Joseph and whatever plans he has for marriage or the business he's trying to run that he has to abandon so he can fly with his child to Egypt. It's not convenient to Herod who thinks his kingdom is threatened, nor Jerusalem who shares his anxiety. It's not convenient to the Magi who now have to travel a thousand miles. And it's certainly not convenient for the innocent children who will die to protect him under Herod's wrath. And yet, knowing all the drama that his arrival was going to cause, he comes anyway. And I gotta be honest, I love it. Because it's exactly what we need. Think of it this way, when parents have their very first child, I think the hardest part of that process is actually the adjustment to a new way of life. 
there's this gigantic shift that happens from one way of thinking and living and being into a completely different one that on every level requires utter selflessness from them. And it's not until a complete surrender happens does this new way of life actually begin to work. No, you're not going to get moments of privacy. No, you will not sleep through the night. No, you can't stay out with your friends until you want to. No, you can't afford those things anymore. And yes, you're going to be very okay with that. That's not going to work until we just give up and give in to it. And in her own way, Skye, my dog, her own needs are forcing me into that kind of a shift. And, and while I kind of expected it, I really didn't. And yet through this whole process, I can already see in myself just over five months. And I see it in parents all the time. A beautiful growth and maturity take place. Next thing you know, what are we doing? We're recalibrating what we think is important. We settle our standards to much more reasonable expectations. We become less selfish, more generous, and filled with a higher purpose. Until suddenly, what used to seem impossible now really isn't actually all that bad. It's the new normal. And as we look back over time, the hope is that we would see that we are a completely different person. And with Jesus, we're not just a different person, we're a saint. Jesus' birth this Christmas can change our life. It really can. Is it going to be convenient? No. But it will be beautiful. He will place demands on our time, on our values, on our money, on our material goods, on our relationships, and most significantly on our hearts. He will ask that we surrender every part of ourselves to him, to follow him into uncertainty and to trust him even in the scandal of suffering. But in exchange for that, he will make us whole. We will find if we follow him that we will mature in virtue. We will find beauty in simplicity. We will have healing in our woundedness, discover our purpose, grow in holiness, and delight in the peace of a clear conscience. He will show us the truth of ourselves. He will ransom us from our sins and reveal to us the face of God. And most of all, and above all these things, he will give us the gift of the Holy Spirit who will raise us from the grave that we might have hope even in death and know that no matter where we are, what we're doing, we are never, ever alone. It's not going to be easy, but it will be worth it. Such is the adventure of the Christian life. And God be praised, that adventure begins tonight. <laughs>